think you have a gambling problem at all? No, because I can stop gambling. I have a competition problem. Welcome back to the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. It's NASCAR time, baby. Golf off to a great start down there on the Sun Coast, Mike. Couple guys doing well as of now, as of this recording. But as we get into things, I feel like our focus shifts to the Dixie Vodka 400. Yeah, it's exciting. It's uh it's kind of the the first like I don't want to say real race, but like non gimmicky race. I, I I feel like like obviously you know Daytona is a lot of like it's kind of just luck of the draw at the end. Who avoids the crash? Super speedway. Then you have the road course. This is the first you know kind of intermediate one and a half mile track that you see mostly. Um, well, this one is a little unique in the sense it's one of the the high tire wear. You'll hear that a lot if you're watching the race about the high wear of the track. Um, a lot, of, a lot of tire wear, so that's a huge, you know, pit strategy when to get fresh tires. Um, Homestead's known for that, you know, along with Atlanta, Auto Club, Darlington. So those are kind of the, the track comparisons I was looking for. But I'm excited. I'm excited to kind of, you know, get away from Daytona, get back to that one and a half mile tracks. And uh, yeah, Homestead's it's, it's a cool, it's a cool track. It's a little different uh, the last two years. Now it's no longer the championship race, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, more into that normal feel of like, okay, we're just getting into some races, going to going to our tracks, hitting our spots, rolling through the schedule. Now that we're pretty much we're off, we've taken flight into the NASCAR Cup Series. That is t- the season of 2021. But um, as we head down to Homestead Miami Speedway, Mike dished out a few things there that you kind of look for. Um, so I might put you on the spot here a little bit, but like, like as we, this is just something to just spark off. Well, we we're going to start picking some guys and, and having fun with, um, but who, what's the biggest name or what's the name that, that has sparked your interest the most heading into to, to Homestead Miami Speedway? I'm glad you asked. So, so far 2020 or 2021 has been a cool year. You had Daytona 500, Michael McDowell picks up his first ever win. And you have the Daytona Road Course, Christopher Bell, first ever win. I'm picking the trend to continue to get his first ever win, Tyler Reddick. I am all over Tyler Reddick this week, plus 2,500 to win. Love it. Why? Why? So... First of all, at Homestead is one of those courses where the fastest way to run is up right up against the wall, like that high, high lane right up against the wall. No one does it better than Reddick. He loves doing it. He's so good at it. He finished fourth here last year. Uh, he's ra- he, In Xfinity races, he ran three races here. He came in fourth in 2017, won it in 2018, won it in 2019, Uh and the only concern with him is he starts 35th. So he starts super far back in the pack. But last year he started 24th and he finished in third at the end of stage one, second at the end of stage two, and then finished the race fourth. So he was 24th and he was up in the front like that. He ran in the top five the whole race. I love Tyler Reddick. He's going to be the third straight first time winner to start the 2021 season. 
I like Reddick 2,500 to win. I like Reddick plus 300 for a top five. And I like Reddick, Reddick minus 125 for a top 10. All aboard the Tyler Reddick Express. Lock it up. So now that we've mentioned, we've talked, I mean, hey, good for you. Love that. Hey, this is the way the, the Cup Series is, you know, this season's trending. So uh, why not? Why not? For everything you just said, good for you if you're willing to take that take that jump there with, with Tyler Reddick. I think as we talked a lot about the getting back to the normal NASCAR schedule, getting to like more normal races, I feel these guys are been in the mix. It's got to be whether, all right, am I sprinkling on Denny Hamlin or am I sprinkling on Kevin Harvick? They're both at plus 500. They're both prob- probable favorites to, to win the race as well. Obviously, they are. And that was sort of the game last year. Why why don't we, why aren't we talking about this now with this first kind of normal race? Well, to answer your question, I'm obviously taking all those Reddick bets. I'm also betting Denny Hamlin. So you're going Hamlin over Harvick. Why is that? Um, first of all, Harvick is plus 600. At, uh, okay. So he is a little bit higher. Um, Harvick's just awesome at this course. Or Hamlin, I mean, is awesome at this course. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's very and he's really good at like the high wear tracks I mentioned. Uh, Hamlin won this race last year. Dominated. He led 137 laps. I believe he won stage one and two and then won the race. Um, he's won three times at Homestead. Like I said, he had the, he has the best average running position at the high wear tracks. Um, so the ones that, and he was sixth at auto club, fifth at Atlanta. He won at Darlington. Um, he has seven top tens in the last eight years here. Hamlin's just awesome at this course. Um, and he's a guy that, like we said, he, he, he ran really well at Daytona. He ran well at the road course and he's just, you know, Denny Hamlin. He's, he's always in the mix. He's, I love Hamlin. So I, I, I just think I just trust him a little more than, than Harvick at, at this race uh, specifically. So I, I love Hamlin even, I mean, he's the favorite, but I think he deserves to be. So I'm definitely going to put a little on Hamlin as well. And another one of the favorites that has, a, has had some success at the track is uh, Martin Truex Jr. I mean, he's three top twos, the last four tries at Homestead. And he's been the top two, the last three, you know, so he could be some guy, he could be someone in the mix there. He's, I think he's like plus 650. The last time I checked a lot, at least. Um, He's plus 700 now on, on, on DraftKings. So there you go. I mean, look at him top three. He's, he's top two three times in his last four Homestead runs, plus 200 in the top three for MTJ. Um, plus money there. Yeah, I don't hate that. Another interesting bet I found that I kind of like, and I may bet. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to bet. I'm going to bet Reddick to win and probably top 10 as well. I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet Hamlin to win. And then a third bet I may take is I kind of like Joey Logano. He's at plus 350 to be the top Ford. Um, Logano's another one that's had decent success at Homestead. He won it in 2018. He was fifth in 2019. And he was leading for a decent amount last year. Uh, and then he got, in a, he got an accident on pit road, kind of fell to the back and never really caught up. Um, and when you look at the other Fords in the mix, you have, you do have Harvick. So that's, that's really your one big obstacle I feel, but you're getting Logano at plus three fifty. Um, obviously, you know, Keselowski and Blaney could be in the mix, but 
I just like Logano more here. Um, Blaney's not had a great start to the race or the season. I mean, Kozlowski's always kind of hit or miss. So I just, I trust Logano more than those two. And then you're essentially getting him, you know, it's him or Harvick. Like, obviously, yeah, I think Harvick is probably better, but you're getting Logano at plus 350 and, you know, anything can happen. So I kind of like that number for, for Joey to be the top, the top four. Like I said, he's run really well here in the past. I'm actually opposite of you here, so sorry. I love Brad Keselowski uh, this week yeah, yeah. as well. I do. He's uh, been in the top 10 three of the last four starts at Homestead Miami Speedway. And, I mean, he's, he was in the mix, very much in the mix at Daytona. Uh, I mean, yeah. very well could have won the race there. So, so I like so, not so only – Joey, they, they both kind of cancel each other out. Well, it, yeah, in their own way. But Joey last week was at the, the road course. That's completely different racing than what we're going to see this weekend. And then the one, the closest thing to it was Daytona two weeks ago, and Keselowski was in the mix. Very well, could have won the race. I like Keselowski's numbers this week too. I mean, if you if you want to dive into uh, the big three, um, plus thirteen hundred to win. I mean, you were going really frisky, but I mean, plus three seventy five top three, and then um, you don't really get much on the top ten, obviously, because he's finished in the top ten three of his last four starts there. But uh, funny you say this because I'm just going to keep knocking, knocking on it here. And I actually like Keselowski to finish higher than Joey Logano at minus 104. Get some value on it with him. Just I just think he's going to uh, finish above Joey Logano for some decent decent odds there just because I trust him to, to race well here on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't hate it. I mean, again, like I kind of lean Logano, but it's 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 an even enough number. Obviously, if the number is 109, it's, it's fairly even. So I'm curious too then, I mean, obviously, if you like if you like, do you like Harvick more than Hamlin? I know I said I like Hamlin more. Do you have a lean there? I don't really have too much. No, I don't. I wanted to see what you had to say, and and if I did, I I might be it'd probably be Denny because he was probably closer to winning at least it seems. Uh, but Harvick was right there. I don't know it's tough. So, so um, then but, I don't. But I, I also it, a part of me almost wants to just say, hey, like if you're gonna bet anybody to win, I might just sprinkle some on just Denny and and Harvick to win. Because they're both kind of like at this, they're both pretty much at the same rate, and that way you don't have to worry about that. And then you just trust trust in, in your picks there. I was gonna say if you're if you're that high on Kozlowski, I would almost say you should take that top forward bet, take Kozlowski plus four fifty, and just hope he beats Harvick. <laughs> if you already think he's gonna beat Logano, again, I mean we both love Ryan Blaney, and he easily could be in the mix. But I just I think we're both gonna take him at a lot other like we're gonna take him a ton this year just at other tracks. If you're like, you can basically get Kozlowski plus 450 over Harvick if you already think he's going to beat Logano. I, I wouldn't, if you like Kozlowski, that's a nice little sprinkle as well. That is. And it could be almost be a more fun one too. Different. And the way I was talking to, I was talking to Alan about this, the way I kind of look at it too is you almost should double up because then you take, if you take the Logano bet at minus 109, Kozlowski over Logano. That essentially pays for if that wins. That essentially pays for this bet, and you take a little bit of a longer shot. Like that's kind of my thought with with Tyler Reddick, is like I'm gonna bet Reddick top ten. I'm gonna throw like ten dollars on him to finish top ten at like minus one twenty, and then if that hits, that essentially covers me sprinkling five on him to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Um, but yeah, so that's something to think about. But I, I do like Kislowski. He's always around. He's always he's always lurking, man. He's always around. This could be a race he could come up and steal, so or at least be be up towards the front. But 
Any other things popping out at you? Anything, any matchups, anything else you've written down that you want to get to? I have one more personally. Um, no, not, not yet. I mean, like I said, just a kind of quick summary. So again, I'm taking Reddick to win and probably top 10. I'm taking Hamlin to win. And then you may have talked me out of that Logano bet. I don't want to root against you if you're going to throw money on Kozlowski. So I, I may just stick with the Reddick and Hamlin, to be honest with you. I like Logano, but I don't want to root. I don't, I don't like when you and me are rooting against each other. So I may just stick to the Reddick and Hamlin. Yeah, I, I I have one more written down. It's it's Bubba Wallace said uh, plus two thirty five to finish above Chase Briscoe, Cool Custer, and Matt DiBenedetto. I don't hate that. Uh, Just something wacky, something off the wall, something I want to try to tap into some of these different uh, channels of NASCAR bets that they have there, especially in races like this where you're thinking like, man, like Bubba Wallace has been racing decent. He was kind of in the mix there at Daytona. The road course kind of cancels out, and it's like. Hey, there's a chance he can beat those three dudes this week. I think that's what I'm I'm honestly most interested for Mm -hmm. about this week, actually. is like we said, the first two races are kind of gimmicky to an extent. I think this is the first race you'll really see how Bubba's going to do this year. This is the first race we'll kind of get to see, like, all right, he's going to be fast. Like, we'll kind of get to see how how good his car is. I think this is kind of the first race we'll get that that feeling of how, how, how he may run the rest of the year. Um, so and how you, good his like team it. is too, and how good exactly. his team is for for how you mentioned about how it's hey strategic pits here, got a, a lot of wear and tear on the tires. See how his team is as well because they're just as important in a race like this. I like it. So, like I said, it, it your your bet with Bubba in that group is kind of especially again Briscoe's a rookie, Custer's only in his second year, so so your bet is a big unknown. So it could be great. <laughs> Could be bad. We don't know. So if you, I mean, we both love Bubba. So there's nothing wrong with rooting against rooting for Bubba. Um, I, I think it's a. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, that's a, that's a smart bet. Like I don't have the numbers to back it up, but that's a fun bet, and I have no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just having some fun with it. But yeah, like we're throwing out here, I'm excited to kind of get into it and 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 kind of enjoy this. Of course, this in the golf. That's kind of been the kind of falling into that little uh, cruise control. I'm gonna call it as we're watching NASCAR and golf as we get closer. To March, which we know what's incoming. Um, and so when we return, we're going to dive into our best bets. Uh, we had a few cash, a few didn't uh, within the time of this recording. And of course, our last one, we'll all dive into that when we return on the competition problem. Support for the Chat 10 Sports Podcast Network is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. And guys, we've all been there in the shower, trying to clean up a little bit and trim up, you know, make it nice looking. And all of a sudden, we find out the hard way how wide those teeth are on those old-style trimmers. Well, that's why Manscaped has completely redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, go to manscaped.com, and with our code CTS20, you get 20% off and free shipping. I said 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use our code CTS20. We hope you enjoy, and let's get back to the episode. Welcome back into the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. Best bet time. Should be a fun one. Who picks first in this one, Mike? Uh, If my math is correct, which we learned last podcast, I'm not a math guy, by the way. Uh, 
But if my math's correct, I believe you're up first. Got no way. Sweet. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I actually got to make a decision early. I'm not used to this. I'm used to picking second all the time. Um, going back to the well, double dipping. Flyers minus 114 at Buffalo. Give me the Flyers. Uh, good, good chunk is because why would I stop now? And two, because they just started back. Like they, 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 had, they had those back-to-back games postponed, starting to get their their legs under them a little bit. They're a really good team. They're probably a playoff team, but they're still in the middle mix of uh, floating around, like in the three, two, three, four spot of that of that East Division, and they should be towards the top. And they start to make that journey up there against against the Sabers in Buffalo, New York, minus one fourteen. Take it now. When you re- when you're listening to this right now. You're you're listening to this. Go immediately. Pause. Go log into your local sports book and bet the Flyers minus one fourteen or as soon as possible. Yeah, do you Mike? Take, take it now because we're recording this Thursday. Jack Eichel did not play for the Buffalo Sabers tonight. I don't know what's wrong with him, and I think you would want to bet that Flyers line before you find out if if Eichel, because like you said, you like it even if Eichel is playing. If Michael's out, that number is just going to go up. So, I, I like Ben said, take it I'm now. I'm going to go ahead Michael. and log on and do it right now. <laughs> take it now. Right here on Michael, podcast. If Michael doesn't play again. Um, I love it. Uh, my my first pick, I'm going back to hockey. I, I didn't have a great great hockey picks on Wednesday. So, I'm going with a pick that, you know, should be, should be an easy one, I hope. Should be a sweat-free. I'm taking the Vegas Golden Knights to win in regulation. Make sure you find the in regulation, the 60 minute line, depending on every book calls it something different, but basically excludes over uh, overtime Vegas to win in regulation against the Anaheim ducks on Saturday. This is simple. Vegas is the best team in the West. Anaheim is the worst. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> and averages 1.9 goals per game. Only the Detroit Red Wings are worst. And Vegas gives up the fewest goals per game in the league. So, I mean, Anaheim may not score. If they do, it certainly isn't going to be a lot. The flower, Mark andre Fleury has, you know, turned back the, the clock to his, his early Pittsburgh days. He's 8-3 and three with the best save percentage and the best goals against average in the NHL. The flower shuts the door on the Ducks. Take Vegas in regulation on Saturday. I believe that'll be about minus 115. That's what it is right now. So Vegas, 60 minute, minus 115. Boom. And Mark Andre Fleury is probably gonna win the Vesna, huh? Is he gonna win it right now? Season ended right now, would he win it? Probably. I mean, I, I it'd be hard. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I gotta look at the number. Maybe Vasilevsky, but my guess is it would be Fleury. Yeah, he's the man. Well, maybe he's... maybe he still might be one of the nicest like humans I've ever met. Humble brag. Yeah, that's cool. All right. I love it too. Never, I'm all in, all in on the nights. Um, I'm going to go to the hardwood here and I'm going to go back to the well again. Back to the well again. Why try to fix what isn't broken? Mike Wofford money line at home against Furman. Wofford is the better team. Furman was one of those teams that was picked to win the Southern Conference early in the year. They were playing well. They ended the Chattanooga Mocs nine-game win streak first conference game of the season at the Roundhouse. Um, but they just, I don't know, they've been kind of up and down through the SoCon schedule, and I think Wofford turns it on this time of year. This is a team that 
had Kentucky on the ropes two years ago and actually should have beaten Kentucky when the all-time leader in three-pointers in NCAA history, Fletcher McGee, doesn't hit a single three in the game versus Kentucky. How does that happen? He hits two, they win the game. So Wofford's a team that still has some remnants of that. Boom. They're playing at home against Furman. They're looking to build a little momentum. So-called tournament next week in Asheville, North Carolina. Give me the Terriers at home with the parquet floor. Yeah, at this point, if you're not listening to our resident SoCon expert, I don't know what to tell you. You just you just hate money. Although I'll be honest, I'm I'm just happy you didn't you didn't say the Citadel again. If we had three Citadel bets in a row, I would have I would have lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that. No, I'm an entertainer. All right, with my second pick, I'm going down to the Sun Coast. Down to the golf tournament. Ben. So we talked about, you know, Webb Simpson and Fitzpatrick obviously are in the lead. You know, you got a lot of big names at the top. Do you know who led the field today, Thursday, in strokes gained T to green? Who? Sergio Garcia. Oh, wow. I'm taking Sergio Garcia. This is a three-ball matchup for Friday's round. So if you're listening Friday morning, hopefully you listened on your way to work, pause it, bet it immediately. I'm taking Sergio Garcia plus 130 in a matchup over Billy Horschel and Aaron Rye. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, like I said, so both both Sergio and Her- uh, Billy Horschel shot a 67. They're both five under. I believe they're tied for third. Um, but Sergio led the field with Five and a half strokes gained T to green. His irons were phenomenal on Thursday. Uh, he only is third because he he, he lost like a, sh- a half a stroke putting. He just missed a couple of putts. Um, Billy Horschel was 11th T to green. So way behind Sergio for a guy who's tied with him. Um, Horschel gained almost two strokes putting. So Hor- Horschel's had a hot putter. His approach, his irons were just average. Sergio led the, was, his irons were phenomenal. So I like Sergio over Billy Horschel. And then the third guy is Aaron Rye, who is even par. Have you ever heard of Aaron Rye, Ben? Can't say I have. Neither have I. And I had to Google him to find out who he is. He plays on the European tour. And the first thing I found when I tried to look up who he is, is that he wears two gloves to play. So bet against that. Two gloves, Rye. So bet against that guy with everything you have. Not he was two two like all black gloves. He looks like he's robbing a bank. So two guy rye, <laughs> two gloves rye. So he looks like a burglar. Bet against him. I like Sergio over Horschel. Always bet on a guy with hot irons. Plus one thirty. They tee off at eleven twenty. So hopefully you listen to this before eleven twenty on Friday. Go in, take Sergio. Boom. Sir, Masters champion. Major champion Sergio Garcia. Plus money, too, huh? Yeah. Wow. Come on. All right. Three bets, three different sports. I mentioned the one that I want to get into, the the side, the the side pocket bets that I'm looking to tap into here. 2021, not just 2021, from the logo, 2021. Give me Bubba Wallace plus 235 over Chase Briscoe, Cole Custer, and Matt DiBenedetto. Bubba in the 2-3 at Homestead Miami Speedway. 
buckets. Get yourself rich. Third pick. 3-0. Back-to-back, Holmes. Back-to-back. Big Bubba. Boom. I love it. Love it. Guess what, That's a fun bet. That's just a fun bet to root for. That's just a fun bet. Plus two thirty-five. I, I always cheer for Bubba to do well. Like, hey, let's cheer against some against those three guys. Plus money, sprinkle it on, and have some fun. Two dollars and thirty cents. That's on. actually two, one of the two, only bet. Plus two two thirty-five. I almost wish it was plus two thirty. Even. Yeah, me too. At this point, it. I love it. Love Bubba. Can't can't root against or can't root for Bubba enough. Might as well have some money on it. For my third bet. I'm going down to Miami as well. And I'm tripling down. Tyler Reddick, baby. Last week was Christopher Bell's time. This week is Tyler Reddick's time. Tyler Reddick, minus 120 over Christopher Bell. Boom, boom. One champ hands it off to the next champ. Passing of the torch. Tyler Reddick, minus 120 over Christopher Bell in Homestead. Ride the wall to victory. The bell will not be ringing this week down on South Beach in Homestead Miami Speedway. How about it? Got a lot of got a lot of some NASCAR in there, some some hoops, some golf. We got a wide variety. We got we got a we got a wide. We cover it all here at the competition. Problem. Hey, go out there and enjoy your weekend. It should be fun. Uh, I mean that I'll be watching that. Got the eyes on the golf. Have the eyes on the race. Some hoops. We're getting closer to conference tournament season. Mid-major conference tournaments are next weekend. Isn't there one that started today? I don't remember what conference it was. I'm not sure. You might be right. You might be right. So, walk in. Enjoy your weekend. Mike, any final thoughts? No. Uh, yeah, this is this is, this is is one of my favorite favorite drafts we've had. We got, we got all kinds of sports. We got a wide variety. Whatever you like, we gave you picks for it. So you have no excuse not to ride it, not to follow us and have some fun this weekend. Hope you enjoy it, Mike. I always enjoy seeing you, talking to you. Uh, next week, we'll recap. We'll start bending that corner, Bay Hill next week, right? Yeah, the Arnie Palmer. Arnie Palmer. Uh, mid-major basketball conference tournaments. Uh, I can, I have the biggest smile ear-to-ear talking about that, how much fun we're going to have. Talking about mid-major college hoops going down the conference tournament, fighting for that one spot in the big dance that will take place this year in Indianapolis, Indiana. For Mike Guy Nello, I'm Ben Bobic. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the competition problem. <laughs>